You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses. Today, I want to talk about buckets of money. I really love this idea of segregating how my money is managed, and this concept of buckets of money and, and assigning a specific purpose and actually really seeing a clear picture of how your money and your investments are going to work as they are connected to your overall goals. And so when clients come to us here at Main Street Financial Planning, because we're not an investment management firm, this, this concept and this strategy or framework really helped us connect the dots for clients and, and really kind of gave them a peace of mind in a lot of times, especially when the markets are volatile and um, you know, situations where you're kind of concerned about your overall portfolio. So I wanted to describe these buckets to you and kind of give you an idea of how you can start to set them up. So they are imaginary buckets. There's three of them. They're not real. So it's not calling for you to move any accounts um, or open any accounts. I mean, you could if you particularly don't have um, account that would fit into one of the three buckets. So the three buckets are number one, bucket number one is assigned to service short-term goals, one to three years timeline. Bucket number two, assigned to service midterm goals, three or five to seven year timeline. And then bucket number three is assigned to service long-term goals. So anything seven years or more into the future. So if I go back to bucket number one and focus on it for a while, a lot of times I'd like to think of it as as a bucket where we, for example, will have our emergency reserves. So like like savings account or um, if you have a CD or a money market account would fall into that bucket. So it's since it's less than three years, typically there's not, um, there's no exposure to the stock market, right? Or any other markets other than uh, investments that are really liquid and available to you when you need it. So whether it's an emergency reserves uh, or a project that you're working on, or for example, if you know you're going to be buying um, a house in the next three years, then you probably need to think about where would you park your funds for that kind of goal if it's happening in the next three years. And I would probably argue that it does not need to be subject to volatility, right, or fluctuations of a market going up or market going down. And that's the whole idea. This is why why this strategy really works for giving you peace of mind because you know that certain parts of your portfolio are working hard based on what it's designed to do. So like this purpose thing is really what we're after. So types of investments for this bucket would be like CDs, money markets, online savings accounts. Basically, that's that cash under the mattress if you really wanted to think of it that way. Um, Okay, so bucket number two would be servicing our midterm goals. And so anything like five to seven to eight years 
would kind of fall into that bucket. So for most of us, when I look at clients' portfolios, we have like we have our emergency fund or we have some savings for short-term needs and we have our retirement accounts. And so a lot of us are missing this midterm kind of bucket. Some of us have what I would refer to as a brokerage account or like an investment account. So that's what you're trying to configure. Because this bucket has more time until you're going to need the money, you could now start to dip your toes and expose it into more investments, right? Or different types of investments. So we're now stepping out of the stock, uh, the, the cash and the CDs and the money market and we're looking at maybe more, maybe you can get into the bond funds, individual bonds. You can get into preferred stocks, maybe balanced uh, types of funds like target date funds. And of course you can get a little bit of stocks in there because again, the more time you have, the less likely are you to suffer any kind of losses that are, are not acceptable by your timeline. So this is that bucket that if you want to think about something that you're planning to do in the next seven to 10 years, that's what you're kind of focusing on here, probably more average like eight. And then our bracket number three would service for all of us that long-term planning. So if you're just starting out or you're in your mid thirties or forties or you know closer to retirement, fifties and sixties, that bucket still exists because just because you have a particular goal, a particular timeline, especially as if we want to think of this bucket um, with all of our retirement accounts, such as 401k, IRA, um, Roth IRA, SEP IRAs, and the list goes on, but, but accounts that are specifically designated for retirement planning, that timeline, even though you have a particular retirement date in mind, that timeline goes beyond that, right? So generally, this account, right, would have a lot more exposure to the volatility of the market, or we will have a lot more equities or stocks in that particular account. So um, as you can see, now all of a sudden you kind of have the structure, you have the short term, you have your midterm, and then you have your long term, not just goals. I'm always advocating for you to have those mapped out, but now you know how your particular investments, right? And it may be just one account. That's the thing, my friends, about this. You do not have to have lots of accounts. It could be one account in each of the buckets. It could be multiple. Maybe there's you know a couple between um, you know, the two of you or however many uh, people participating in the strategy. So as you map this out, all of a sudden you're starting to see is that like, okay, now it makes sense when people are talking about a fancy term called asset allocation, right? Or I like to think of it as a recipe. So like each of the accounts have, or sorry, each of the buckets have different recipes, right? Or different allocations. And we assign those based on your timeline. So once you kind of wrap your mind around this concept, and maybe you need to listen to this twice, right? And write this out or even draw a picture for yourself. It starts to sink and you start to understand like why would certain accounts be invested a little bit more aggressively because we have time, right? And we can take the risk versus like, why do we not put our savings for emergencies into, into the stock market? So I hope this helps because this question comes a lot about you know, what do I do with my money? How do I invest it? And how much risk do I take? Um, versus, okay, I have a strategy, I know what my timeline is, then I'm gonna assign and allocate my portfolio. So I hope this helps you kind of think about where your accounts are, what to think of them, and really give them a purpose. Like that's the whole thing. If you give your money a purpose and, you know, strategy, it's going to do its work. 
That's all I've got for you today. Until next time, remember, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, Money Boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone. Uh, So don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.